Hello, my Believer Creators. Welcome to Believer Creator Radio. And I have a question for you. Are you ready to rumble? Hey, Rob Malone here. And it is my goal, my mission in life, my vision to have the most unprofessional podcast on the internet. And I need you to tell me how I'm doing. That's right. Is this unprofessional enough or can I take it down to an even lower notch? I think we can go lower. So anyway, what I want to talk to, blah, 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 blah. Hey, let's try this again. What I want to talk about today, before I get there, I want to make a comment. Yesterday, the podcast was over 17 minutes. And I'm thinking, what kind of sadistic bastard are you subjecting them to 17 minutes of your rambling? So today, I'm really going to try to stay focused. I'm going to try to keep these things 10 minutes or less. Hopefully, they are entertaining, but no guarantee there. If you listen to my wife and my kids, I am one of the most boring people on the planet. Please, no more dad jokes. So, <clears throat> today I would talk about how a midlife crisis stole my retirement fund. So, you know, really, I think, uh, and at the risk of repeating myself, uh, back in 2013, I sold uh, my uh, commercial construction company. We're doing about $10 million a year. And I went after my vision of being a hypnotist. That's right. Of saving people through hypnosis. I was, there was going to be hypnosis centers on every corner as far as you could see. That's right. I was going to take over the world one subconscious mind at a time, one hypnotic suggestion at a time, making this army of human robots following my every command and owning the world. Yeah, well, that really wasn't the vision or plan, but it's kind of cool to say. But the thing was, is this went into my period of my life, period of my business life, that I call the great debacle, when I totally failed, right? I... I, I don't want to go into all the details, but, you know, I had this vision like this is going to be so great. I had been certified by this uh, one of the largest hypnosis or uh, most successful hypnotist in the country. Uh, he was actually vice president of the largest hip hypnosis guild in the country. Uh, we had established a pretty good rapport. I actually ended up buying a piece of his business from him because I had cash to burn. And and he was kind of becoming my mentor, right? And uh, he was saying how he's making, you know, several six figures. He would always throw out the number, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was north of two hundred and fifty thousand a year, north of a quarter million a year. Well, I learned I learned much later, many years later, that ah, like most people, he wasn't giving me the full story. That's right, he wasn't making it through doing hypnosis. He was making that money through training, and not only that. The Hypnosis Guild, this guild <clears throat> was promoting his trainings to their email list. No charge to him. He just split the profits. They they picked up all the costs. I mean, it was it was it was a sweet deal, right? And though he wasn't lying, oh no, he was being honest. I'm actually making over a quarter million. Last year I made two hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars. And 23 cents, you know, so whatever, whatever. I mean, that's a sales pitch. And 
and I don't begrudge him because, hey, <clears throat> caveat emptor, buyer beware, I'm responsible for myself. What time are we? Four minutes. Okay, let's pick this thing up. So so I had this vision, right? My wife, my wife's a little concerned. She's like, hey, what's going to happen? We sell a construction company. We have money. You know, we, we're, we're a long way from retirement. We got two kids going to college. Oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Hey, babe, I got this. I'm the man, right? Hey, I built one company. I could build another one. I know what I'm doing. I am a genius when it comes to business. I did, I literally, seriously, I did an construction industry where a lot of people said couldn't be done. We'd never been on a project. We basically just had work given to us. And it took time to get there. And I don't want to talk about that too much, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> oh, dust in the throat. Hang on just a minute. I'm feeling pretty confident about myself. And so I'm thinking, hey, we're going to do this. And I had all these plans and these projections. And of course, you know, they're, they're, they're just astronomical. And I'm, and I'm predicting cash flow. And here's the advertising budget. And this is going to get us kind of return, you know. And, 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 I, and I rented this office and I, and, I, and I rented it with this lobby area and in a private treatment room and my own personal office and a second room for, um, for, for my associates as I started bringing them on. And I was looking at, at, you know, and I only signed a one-year lease because I knew, I knew I was going to blow this thing up. And I was going to need a lot more space in a year. And it, was, it wasn't it was the most beautiful uh, office building in the world. I mean, yeah, I, I was, I was, but it was in a great location, right? Demographically, it was where I needed to be, at least I thought I needed to be. And so, uh, so I, I even hired this coach who specialized in hypnosis marketing. Really took a long time. I'm sending him faxes, calling him, texting him, emailing him. You know, sending him. You know, these little uh, suspicious packages, trying to get his attention. Whatever, whatever it took. Right? Yeah, I, I, I could be pretty aggressive when I want to be. So, uh, so I'm like, hey, this is in the bag, man. I have, I have surrounded myself with experts who are making it. Well, you know. The 2000, I don't know, I, I can't put a date on it, but I will say somewhere around 2008 and not because of the um, not because of the implosion of the housing market and the Great Recession. 2008, things started shifting and I'm just pulling it out of the air. It could have been 2009, it could have been 2010, but <clears throat> but the Internet was changing things so quickly. And, and what was working all of a sudden quit working because Google, Google started changing their um logarithms and that's a story for another day but anyway so but but i was doing but i'm like hey i'm I'm not gonna put all my chips on internet i'm gonna do direct mail i'm gonna do print ads i'm gonna do radio ads i'm gonna go out and do speaking engagements you know i'm gonna go call doctors trying to get them to refer some of their patients to me because i am the man i am the marketing genius so anyway so that was kind of the deal and I am failing miserably. And I didn't want anyone to know it. And everybody, hey, how's how's the new business? Oh man, it's going good. I'm I'm knocking it down. Hey, I just I just I just had just had a great cigar. I had someone flying from Montana. No, and that was the truth. I did. I had someone flying from Montana. Sounded really impressive, but it was happened to be one of my clients. He had a daughter. She came in to visit. She came for a session. But hey, right? You know, you don't have to say everything. So yeah, I just had a client. They flew in from Montana for some pain treatment, you know. And uh, and so I had some success stories, and I just did all this stuff, and it's just nothing's working because what I, everybody was telling me to do, my mentor <clears throat> who was making over a quarter of a million dollars a year, he was using stuff that worked like in the eighties and nineties, right? 
He didn't have a clue about the internet. And he's like, oh, no, this stuff still works. This still works. Trust me. This marketing is marketing. This works. It doesn't. It doesn't. And uh, and then my my uh, my coach who specializes in hypnosis for or marketing for hypnotists, he's telling me stuff and it didn't work. Oh, eight minutes. Let's pick it up. So anyway, so so I'm I'm like I'm not getting hardly any clients. I'm losing money, losing money. And I'm talking to my accountant. I'm like, man, I'm really losing. He goes, hey, it's a good time to take money out of your IRA, your uh, retirement fund, right? Your 401k. And he's like, um, because, you know, since you're losing money and you can offset it, you want it to pay taxes, blah, 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 blah. So I thought, whoa, that sounds good. So I start funding. I started using my retirement fund as a source of is my venture capitalist because, hey, it's just a little setback. This is Rob Malone. This is the Rob Malone. He's going to make this work. He's going to turn it around. This is going to be the most successful hypnosis center in the history of the world. And actually, I don't think it would take that much to do that. I don't think that's like that huge of a claim. Anyway, and it just, it's getting worse. And I'm not telling my wife. My wife has no idea what's going on because I can't stand the thought of the embarrassment, you know, of going and facing her and facing her. And so anyway, so this is going on. And, and finally, I decide, you know what? I, I just, I can't do this anymore, right? I have to stop. So I told my wife, I said, look, I've lost, you know, by, by this time, about a quarter million dollars, a big chunk of it's come out of a retirement fund. I, I got to close it. We got it. We got to do something different. And, um, and, you know, fortunately, you know, through this, I was able to learn a lot about internet marketing. Oh, 943, we got to pick it up. And that's it. So anyway, so, 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 so let's just, let's just kind of cut to the chase, right? So, so in doing this, I'm I'm learning a lot about what does work today in internet marketing, and I'm teaching a lot of friends of mine who are in the uh, in the chamber of commerce. I was belong to this really huge chamber of commerce, and I'm showing them, hey, here's how you get clients here, you do this, and and it's working for me too. But I'm realizing, you know what, hypnosis sucks. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm an hourly employee basically. I don't like that. You know, when when I was a construction company, we do a project, and we might make you know. 250,000, um, you know, half a million. Um, I try to, there was one project that we made over a million on, but it was like a three-year project. So let's say, you know, $300,000. Yo, I'm used to making these huge chunks of cash, and I like that. Daddy likes big chunks of cash coming to him. He don't like a trickle. He likes to be washed over like a tidal wave of money, flooding over him, flopping around, floundering, and all this moolah. So, so I'm thinking... This is what I want to do. And I loved it. I loved helping small businesses. I really have uh, this, uh, not epiphany, uh, what's the word? Empathy for small business that are struggling because that was me. That was me in the construction business. That was me in the hypnosis business. That was me when I started my internet marketing business. Right? You just struggle as part of it. There's a great book here, blah, 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 Predictable Success. He talks about the cycle of businesses. One cycle of every business is early struggle. That's just part of the game. I knew that. I was cool with that. And so, and so anyway, so, so where am I at? Uh, oh, so anyway, so I'm draining, I'm draining, I'm draining, I'm draining the retirement fund. My youngest daughter, ah, oh, midlife crisis. My youngest daughter said the whole reason I started the hypnosis center is because I was going through a midlife crisis. And, and the reality is I really was. And not, not in the sense that a lot of people think. Not in the sense of, um, not in the sense of, oh my, I've lost my youth. I need to go out and find me, uh, you know, a real young girl and a Ferrari and, and leave my wife and family and, you know, and, I, I, not in that sense, which we typically think of a midlife crisis. 
But in a sense, I was thinking, damn, I just turned 50. What do I want to do with my life, right? This is not where I want to be 10 years from now, right? I, I like the money, but I hate the construction industry. And I realized that there was a time, like, man, that I just had to make that leap because if, if it, because I wanted to start living every day with passion and excitement. And I guess I could have done structured, but I just, I just wanted change. I wanted a new start. And I got to tell you, it was oh, the great debacle from a business standpoint, but it was the great enlightenment from, you know, from a personal standpoint. And though it financially set us back a lot, and we still have not got up to where we were, but we've been able to get our, our uh, oldest girl through college. We've got a year, 18 more months for the second one. So, I mean, that's all going to work out. And that was really kind of my only thing. I just wanted to make sure my girls, like I could get my girls through college and, and everything's, you know, and, and, and we're slowly building those blocks and, you know, and who knows, who knows, but my guess is we're going to be fine. You know, in, in a couple more years, we'll, we'll be close to where we were before I sold everything off and followed my midlife crisis. Oh, 13 minutes. So anyway, kind of where, kind of where I'm going with this is, is you, you, you know, you got to take risk, right? You should have a midlife crisis every day. Every day you should be evaluating. Am I, am I doing something I want to do? Am I doing everything I can do? Am I doing everything I can do for myself personally, professionally, right? Am I, am I contributing to society? To me, that's huge. Am I giving back in some way? And, and volunteer service is great. I do a ton of that, but I'm, but also giving back in such value that people are willing to pay you, right? That's when you know you really are giving value, when people are willing to pay you. And if they're not, you're not bringing enough value. So go out, have a midlife crisis, you know, jump off that cliff, hopefully your parachute opens. If not, maybe there'll be some branches to break your fall, you'll have a soft landing, but at least you can live your life in passion. And there's no shame in failure. Trust me, I have failed so much in my life. It just doesn't even bother me anymore. There's no shame in failure. But if you go out and you handle it, and I mean, you go out and just take it on and just have faith, right? Just have faith that it's going to work and, and stay in the game until you win the game. There's a uh, famous internet marketer, Glenn Livingston. That's his, Dr. Glenn Livingston. That's his saying, his saying the name of the game is to stay in the game till you win the game. And that's where I'm going to leave this at. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Creator Believer Radio. I hope there was a nugget in here that you could pull away. And so go out, have yourself a midlife crisis, live every day with passion, and God, 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 God.